0: Hey, when does the show start? Wait a minute.
1: (gasps) First, let's hear from our sponsors.
0: Oh, okay. In just a
2: minute. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins at the age of 14. 75% by the age of 24. You got something going on. You need to reach out to somebody, maybe a neutral third party. Markwelltherapy.com. Dr. David Markwell and his therapists uh, do an amazing job there at Ridgeline Counseling. Markwelltherapy.com. They can do it virtually. You can stop by one of their three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, or McKaysville, right outside of Blue Ridge. Again, Markwelltherapy.com. True story. Uh, One of our most popular guests uh, is Matt Doug Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm. Uh, That's no joke. You guys love him. I love him. If you have any questions for him when he pops in on the show, you go to podcastthebs.com. There's a whole section set up. You can ask us on social media, or you can leave a message on our hotline, 404-369-3825. Possibly get a one-on-one. Specializing in criminal law located in Atlanta, but practices nationwide, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com.
0: It's time, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? After all these years in the radio business, Jason Bailey is finally unfiltered. I don't know what you want. With his bestest buddy and producer, all the way from Mexico, it's Nate dude. Dude. Sit back, enjoy, here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. I have a very particular set of skills. You will love it. Why? Because I'm Jason's neighbor. I'm old man Kevin. And by God, this is The BS.
3: How's it going? Episode 157 of The BS Podcast. I'm Nate. I'm here with my wife, Alexis.
4: Hey, guys.
3: And uh, the Clueless 2 plus Josh. I don't know, Josh, are you part of the Clueless 2 now? I mean, is it like. I would, I would really hope so. I've been
5: doing this for a while.
6: So. <laughs> He's like a producer, but he doesn't produce anything. He I, just sits there. Uh, source,
5: I source the camera. I'm a part of the, the reason we're doing video content. Yeah, now.
6: he did give us the camera last week, and we just now got it set up. So we got this two camera function going on. Yeah, it looks yeah. pretty good. So, congratulations, Josh. It only took you 60 weeks. You never asked me. <laughs> we are.
3: You're going to either have to change it to the Clueless 3 or you can just be the Clueless 2 featuring josh
6: yeah i was thinking that and then like have our logo just have like josh peeking over the top over the side looking down at <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> yeah or we but yeah, my head because your logo is like uh, that street or it's like that highway going out into the distance you could just have like josh riding a tricycle down the street or
7: something <laughs> <laughs>
5: there you go
3: funny.
7: i got a booger to pick, guys yeah. oh jesus
5: wow, wow on camera seriously
3: oh yeah that's, watch what he does that's the beauty of having video guys
5: I, can do that. <laughs> I can't get it i'm gonna leave it
3: oh man how's your guys week been going
6: pretty uh, good it's a little bit a little rainy here which kind of sucks uh, i'm finishing up the last few jobs and i'll be selling my uh, my equipment
3: what equipment? Irrigation equipment. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean recording equipment. Are you like you hanging up the headphones, bro?
6: <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep all that. We're gonna keep that going. We'll be focusing more just on that and uh, YouTube, and uh, we'll be doing uh, just service calls, pretty much. A lot easier and a lot quicker to do.
3: Oh, nice, nice. So, who are you selling the stuff to?
6: Uh, right now, some uh, some Mexican man's kind of interested, and then we got a lot of landscapers that are interested.
3: Let's try to guess his name, guys.
5: <laughs>
3: Carlos.
1: His
6: name's <laughs> Well, there's a couple of them. The one I had in mind is uh, Marlin. He's the first guy oh, to come out here. Wow.
3: Did not see that coming. Oh, Marlin.
6: Nice. Say. <laughs> but it's L-O-N, so he's not a fish, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, he must
3: have grown up grow up by the ocean or something.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's not a deep sea fisherman now. Okay.
3: Mar- Marlin, who's the other guys?
6: Marlin. Uh, we got Reyes. Okay. I don't know if that's his first name or his last name. Sounds like the Pro- last name. Yeah, probably his last name. And then uh John.
1: John.
7: <laughs> John. Are you sure it's not Juan? Yeah.
6: yeah. I mean, yeah. whoever pays the most, and they ain't have the equipment. I was, I was thinking about getting a little bid war going, get like a WebEx meeting and just have the machine in the background and have a little little auction go. I'll rev it up for
7: you.
3: <laughs> oh, man. August, you're going to, was your sister's wedding sometime soon?
7: Yep. Uh, she's already married, and we're having a ceremony, and, uh, it was supposed to be just immediate family, and now it's morphed into a full size, uh, angry, hectic wedding. Uh, how many people? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I wasn't, allowed, I wasn't allowed to bring a date. Um, I guess I'll just have to find a cousin to kiss on. Or oh, like. Jesus. It <laughs> um, the gonna first time. Do first that either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got to go get in a tuck, make sure it fits and do my thing. Oh, walk you're in
3: the wedding. Way- what, what are you doing in the wedding?
7: So, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like my mom is a widow. Can't she walk herself down the aisle? Sure I mean, not. It's yeah. nice to have Wait, you walk to them. walk your no, mother not. down the aisle. I it would be the husband, but I don't get to walk down with a cute bride bridesmaid. I got to walk my mom down the aisle.
6: <laughs> Wait, are you a, a groomsman?
7: Uh yeah i don't think women like normally a- have
3: yeah i don't, yeah you wouldn't be right Cause, cause the uh, your sister's fiance has the groomsman yeah.
7: yeah unless
3: you're super tight with him you they either they he's don't like, have any friends or you're super tight with like the brother in law is usually when you get yeah. in but yeah
1: he, he's like usher I mean, usher you know? is like uh like my brother's way.
3: well who walked with my mom did I walk my mom
1: you walked your mom my brothers walked my mom and my okay. dad walked me down. So the dad should walk the bride down, and then the mom's Uh kind of alone. So usually the son or, you know, somebody like that walks the mom down. Uh, So that's what you're doing.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, it all seems on the up and up. You're making sure she gets there safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where's the wedding at?
7: It's in my hometown of Augusta. (laughs) Nice.
3: (laughs)
5: His record.
6: Uh, yeah, I think Josh, he graduated, uh, he graduated this oh, week Pitt, from, um, um, from college, right? What? what your semester?
5: Uh, yeah, I have done with my semester. Yeah.
6: And what, what did you just finish up with? Biology? A bunch of, I think Josh is like a rock studier.
5: No, no. I mean, I, I this semester I've I done doing biodiversity and then also a geology class. Yes. Um, but no, yeah, my semester done for this semester, but it starts back on the 11th, which is just in a couple of days for summer semester.
6: I feel like you do a lot of school, but you still got a lot of school. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
5: like, yeah, I'm just going to keep on taking classes until someone says, oh, by the way, you're done. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not looking for a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm just going to keep going until someone says I'm done. So, Are you, uh,
3: are you going point. for your bachelor's or your AA, or what are you working on bachelors. right now? Yeah, bachelors.
5: bachelor's in uh, biology. Nice.
3: Oh yeah, I, I was listening to one of y'all's episodes. You're, you're looking at maybe
5: like some kind of oceanography thing or something, maybe. Kind of, sort of. Um, oceanography is kind of cool. It's more or less geography based. Um, that stuff, mapping and whatnot. Um, I kind of like more of the restoration, conservation aspect, especially like coral reefs and just uh, wetland habitats and stuff. That's my thing. I just I find it interesting. Yeah.
7: You can move down here. Yeah, I was gonna say,
3: get a job, and then you guys can come down here and ride it off. Please, vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Well, dude, this is um, this last weekend I think is a one, the one year anniversary of me hurting my hands. Remember when I had the?
0: Oh Oh,
3: man! Yeah, yeah. Been a year. (laughs)
6: Do you have a? I mean, is anything fucked up with your hands now? Are they back to normal, hundred percent?
3: Uh, almost. I have like it's these two fingers. These two fingers, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, like my pointer finger and my middle finger, uh, they still get like like my knuckles and kind of the joints get a little like tingly and stuff. At I don't know if it's just at night or what, but you it, they hurt. Like, yeah, so it still weird. hurts. It feels like somebody's like pressing on them. Like, but it's not at all times. It's just like at sometimes at night or maybe if I've been you know typing a lot or something like that. But Basically, but uh, I don't know. I didn't end up going to the physical therapy because they told me where to go. And and I went there and I went in. I had to fill all this paperwork out in Spanish and I was getting frustrated. And then I find I see the sign that says they don't take credit card. They only take cash. So she gave me the, the you know, the paperwork to fill out on the little clipboard. So I am I filled out like the first page and a half. And like I said, I got frustrated and I just I put it down on the chair and I just dipped out and I never went back. <laughs>
1: What do, you, what do you
6: even do for finger therapy? Just like little
1: little
6: dumbbells.
3: That's what I. Th- that I have no idea. I have no clue. And we'll
1: never find out because you yeah. didn't go. Yeah, yeah,
3: but
6: yeah, I've, I've never heard anyone hurting themselves that bad on stairs with their hands, dude. It was yeah. bad, and it was it was, it, terrible. it was
3: just it's more like and I'm that's what I'm afraid of now. Like when I get older, if I'm gonna have like nerve damage or like my you know arthritis or something, because you know it's I don't know, but it's definitely a lot better than it was. Like I couldn't even put my hands underneath like warm or cold water if it was anything different than air temperature it felt like i was putting it in like lava it was like the worst yeah
6: maybe maybe you just need to stretch them out like maybe staple some like chinese finger traps to the ceiling and then put your fingers (laughs) in the other side yeah just hang hang.
3: (laughs) actually the where this happened we were going to a wedding and i saw the bride's mom post uh hey is anybody else getting notifications from you know our trip to mexico last year and she's like who's ready to go back (laughs) and so i commented and i I said, uh, I said, raise your hand if you remember that trip. And I posted a, a picture of both my hands in there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't believe it's been here. But have you guys ever had any like kind of weird or gnarly in- injuries for anything?
6: Uh, I mean, just besides me breaking my leg, that was pretty bad. I, uh, I twisted the bottom part of my leg in half and it snapped Ooh. my tip fib. And then I was like in shock and I tried to get up and walk on it. And like the bottom part of my leg just flopped sideways on the ground. And I could just feel the bones grinding and shit. Oh man, it was bad. Oh my god, I got what have Could have a, on on a warning for that. <laughs> we're almost compounded on there. It was it was about to be extra bad. And then I'm riding in the back of my dad's bouncy ass truck up the gravel driveway, like holding my knee up and the bottom part of my legs just flopping around. <laughs> oh
3: my god! Wait, so what did you do? How did this happen?
6: Uh, we we're riding on a homemade dirt bike that our buddy uh, Gibraltar <laughs> Ike made. Um, <laughs> And, uh, basically just took a, an engine kit from Walmart and he just slapped it on a 10 speed bike, like a mountain bike. And that thing was, it got the death wobbles going down my driveway. On a gravel. On gravel too, yeah. And I was heading towards like this creek that's like a eight foot drop. So I put my foot out to like stop me and it just spun me around in in a circle around my leg and snapped it. And I just landed at the bottom of the valley. Uh, Oh, fuck. How old were you? Uh, I was... 15 yeah i was in ninth grade he was like this was yeah. three months ago
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> that was bad it took me like a, a year to recover i was in a wheelchair for like three months thank you forever oh, Jeez. It was bad. Yeah.
3: well i remember that other time <laughs> <laughs> didn't that other time you you did something in your leg like your ankle remember it got oh, real yeah. swollen
6: Yeah, that was uh that was a we're at our buddy Ruby's house at the at the pool and I tried to jump over the fence to beat someone to the car and I I slipped and I twisted my ankle and I smacked my head on a on a on a car. I was the
5: only one at that entire party to witness that. I look (laughs) over and Brandon's trying to jump over this fence from the diving board. Not like bounce over it, but just climb (laughs) over it. And then he gets caught somehow, face plants into this bumper or the hood of this car, twists the absolute hell out of his out of his ankle. He's just sitting there rolling around the ground. And I'm like, did anybody else just see that? No, it's just me. <laughs> All right, cool. I remember. It wobbles back around and I'm looking at it and it is just, it's, you could just watch it just start swelling. Out. It was oh, no. terrible. <laughs>
3: yeah, I remember. I can't remember. When did that happen, Brandon? Were you, was that the radio station or were we doing the podcast?
6: No, I was at the radio, yeah. And I came in with my walker.
3: Yeah, well, I just remember you coming in and be like, yeah, I think I messed up my ankle and pulling up your leg. And I was like, Jesus. And I think later on, didn't you have, it looked like you had like gangrene or something. There was like a, like a hole in your leg.
6: Oh yeah. That, that, that hole was caused from when I broke my leg and the cast rubbed a hole in my ankle and it got all infected and I about lost my foot from that.
3: Dude, you were lucky to have
1: legs. Oh <laughs> I've know, right? Yeah. I've broken
6: like everything on the left side of my body. I've broken my forearm, my hand, bottom part of my leg, my ankle, some of my fingers I usually let the left side take the fall for me.
3: Oh, buddy, (laughs) that's great. Be hurting
6: when
1: you're older. (laughs) Oh yeah, Josh,
3: have you had any
5: injuries? (laughs) Um, I just cut myself a lot. Not in that way, but like (laughs) I I haven't really broken anything that I know of. I mean, I'm sure I've broken my toes before and stuff like that, but nothing really like. Major.
6: Oh, I about broke Josh's nose literally the day before I broke my leg. I threw a frisbee and he was oh, standing too yeah. close, <laughs> smacking yeah, right in that. the bridge of the nose. <laughs> <Yep>. oh,
5: <laughs> yeah, good to be Other than that, though, I mean, I just sliced myself up on everything. It seems. <laughs> Heads, <Strawheads, laughs> knives. Uh, You're lo- cans. You're like that I, one,
3: that one girlfriend that everyone mm-hmm. has that is like always bruised for some reason. Like <laughs> yeah, she goes oh out God. to the bar and she has just like welts up and down oh, her. God. Like what happened? <laughs> it looks like you got a
5: fight. Say that—that's how my wife is. She's that person that I know at least. Oh, always yeah. covered in bruises from the waist down. <laughs> everyone thinks. Everyone thinks I beat her. I don't beat her. She just bumps into stuff and She's bruises are like so bad. <laughs>
3: She bumps into stuff. You cut yourself. It's a match made in heaven. <laughs> it's dichotomy, you <though>. know. Yeah. <laughs> August, you got any injuries?
7: Um. Yeah. I'm uh, cut my my hand wide open with a grinder. Um. I've never broken a bone in an accident. I've only had them surgically broken or cut.
6: Yeah, I'm about to say wasn't an injury, but your hips were a, a big one.
7: Yeah, my hips from a uh, I've had eye surgery. I've had ear surgery. Um. Uh, yeah, I all the surgery. Dang. Wow. Yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> Look, I posted a video of my hand getting, um, not in the process of it getting cut kind of open, but I was at the ER and I took a video of it. And like two years later, I posted it on YouTube. And then within five minutes, it went viral. No. And then within 10 minutes, it got taken down. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah,
6: yeah. Like 100K in like 10 minutes. And I was like,
7: holy shit, I hit 100K. <laughs> and then
6: 15 minutes later, like, August, what's it at? He's like, oh, they took it down. <laughs> uh, what
3: did they take it down for? Can you not show, like.
7: Yeah. But they have. Like, you can see my tendon and my pinky.
5: Oh, fuck.
7: See- oh,
5: Don't they have, like, was- surgery stuff on YouTube? No. Oh, they have everything on YouTube. You can watch childbirth on YouTube. Yeah. I see,
3: like, in those. Remember, we did a story one time on. this this lady that was uh like breastfeeding but or she Mm -hmm. was like posted or posing as like breastfeeding videos but it was really like freak videos and she was getting money from it or whatever oh
6: yeah they got them on tiktok all the time there would be like this uh this big lady with like six kids and then like just climbing all over her tits and everything everyone's trying to get a grab (laughs) (laughs) just give me a little nippy (laughs) yeah oh yeah We'll keep that up. I don't know. That yeah. seems like people need to
3: see this. <laughs> what about uh in your line of work, August, in um, you know, welding and stuff. Is there did there get any like bad injuries from doing that?
7: Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen um I had this one foreman that had he was like he was my foreman and he was always broke, you know, lived out in a out of um uh, a motel, and one day he was using a grinder and the app he, he slung a piece of metal and it hit him in the eye. Ugh. And because he had no insurance and he had no like plan B, he just continued to come to work with a shard of metal in his eye. Like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> I've seen that happen twice. Um, I've seen a lot of forklift accidents. Um, oh, I've I seen one guy. He was trying to see if there was like electricity flowing through the, uh, the tool and he put it up to his ear what? and it like that va- it like the electricity like that's him in the ear <laughs>
5: what do you think you can hear electrons moving in a wire or
7: something well, it was a kid ring and he was trying to see if the air was flowing
5: through oh yeah yeah. yeah. and
7: it's it, it, like connected to his body and i like, shocked him oh, God. Uh-huh. that guy might deserve that one yeah <laughs> a
3: little bit. don't you guys now, wear goggles and stuff how'd this guy get the shit in his eye
7: um, you know, just being careless. you know, he, he may be a foreman, but that doesn't exclude him from any accident. You know, accidents can happen to anybody, yeah. young or old. So, Especially when you're
6: not wearing your PPE and you just don't give a damn.
5: Safety squints, everybody. Safety <laughs> squints. <laughs> What's PPE?
3: Like your, the glasses? Safety stuff.
7: It's your personal protective equipment. Ah.
6: bunch okay. of okay. stuff like your, your jackets and your hoods and your goggles and your boots and your yeah. jeans. Yep. Just basically protected every part of your body or at least Ooh. as much as you can.
7: Oh, shoot. No. There was one time I was on the job <laughs> and I fell into a hole.
1: <gasps> what like, kind
7: of hole? So we, there was a Del Frisco's uh, restaurant <laughs> and for a big bar, you know, they have all the beer taps running through pipes underneath the ground mm. and we were pulling measurements and I'm, I'm, uh, I got one end of the tape measure and I'm walking around this circle. Like it's like a half circle bar and I'm looking at my, my buddy and I'm holding the tape and we're not, uh, you know, we're just we're walking across the bar and I'm looking at him and I don't notice this pit. It's like five foot deep and there's like pipes running across <laughs> And I just, like, drop like a sack of (laughs) potatoes into the pit. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) I thought I'd die, man. I was like, man, (laughs) (laughs) heaven or hell is pretty dark and dusty now. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I get up, and I'm limping, and uh, I get wheeled out. And all these these, uh, migrant workers are like, (laughs) <laughs> making fun of me and i'm like oh shit you know my ankle was like all strained and twisted oh, no. but uh yeah i survived that one
6: jesus yeah, we, i remember we, we were at a job site one time doing irrigation they were doing like this uh big like three-story building and there's like uh, a balcony you know you could look over into the lobby and some guy i think it was an electrician or a painter or something he fell from like the second story and slammed like on the floor and they had, like, this decal that they had just got done doing on the floor. And, uh, I mean, the guy, I think he ended up dying, sadly. But Jeez. they had to redo that whole section of the floor because there was just a <laughs> massive blood stain right there. Oh, my That's God. Cool. That's crazy.
3: Yeah. And he was probably, like, the slacker of the group. I'm like, thanks, Carl, fucking us again. Got to redo this <laughs> shit.
6: <laughs> He's probably a clean-up guy or something. <laughs>
3: yeah. Lex, what about you? you have any injuries from from the past?
1: Uh- I'm actually, I'm like August. I've never broken anything. Um, I did get, uh, do you ever have one of those big, like a big wheel when mm-hmm. you were little? We used to flip them around, pretend you're like making ice cream or something for some reason. Yeah. Push each other on them. I remember pushing one of my friends. I was probably like 10, maybe eight, eight or 10. And I was pushing my friend from behind and just like ate shit on the pavement and just my whole chin pretty much tore off my whole chin and I was like freaking out and just everyone in my neighborhood I still remember their faces to this day like ah like everybody's (laughs) freaking out like call your mom oh my god ran in to get my mom and she was like my mom and dad didn't know what to do they like got a washcloth and like got me to the ER super quick, but it was traumatizing because I couldn't see myself. I'm like, "What's wrong? I hurt," and they're just everyone looked terrified. Like,
3: ah. oh my god! Looks Rem-
1: fine today. Yeah, it looks
3: great <laughs> Yeah, remember when you were a kid and like somebody get hurt and you didn't want to get in trouble, so you'd all just fucking leave. Everybody
1: <laughs> like, was like, oh my god. <laughs> "Save yourselves! <It> <laughs> we're gonna be in so much trouble!"
3: <laughs> Dude, probably the worst. This wasn't me. This is my one of my best friends growing up, Jeff. Um, and we lived across the street from each other. He we we're actually, no, I wasn't over there yet. He was up in the tree um, playing around and we get uh, a call from his mom. My mom uh, answered the phone. She's like, yeah, I'll be right over there. She goes over and he'd fallen out of the tree and his arm is all scraped up and bloody. And she's like, you know, what's going on? And she's like, you know, he just fell out of the tree and he, he has this stick stuck in his arm and I'm trying to get it out, but it's, it's not moving. Oh. And my mom goes, Debbie, that's his bone.
2: And, oh. and his
3: bone was sticking out, and she was pulling on his bone. Thinking it was a twig. Oh my God,
2: oh, my.
6: that's not good. Daddy. Yeah, they yeah,
5: no <laughs> good. Medical professional, do not do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see how that would help in any way. No, Ew, I want to vomit. Dude, you, you know, I
3: saw I saw this news story um, today. When was It maybe yesterday. And in Mexico City, they busted a big coke ring. And I was like, oh, okay, what's new? You know, cartel and their Coke. Mexican. And I, I read a, like a little further down. It was Coca-Cola. They had <laughs> they had an underground Coca-Cola bottling. Uh, it was called a pirate bottling scheme. And I don't know if they were getting just getting Coke bottles and making their own fucking Coke and putting it in there or what, but it's like in this nasty-ass basement, and there's all these Coke bottles, they're just filling up these oh fucking fake Cokes.
1: It's expensive. <laughs> Coke's expensive.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Would you guys eat a, a drink of fake Coke?
6: <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, two weeks ago, we drank some random liquor juice off the side of the street in Atlanta. So, I mean, no. I guess I'd be down for some nasty cartel. Coke. No, uh, not happening.
7: I can barely drink Coke the real deal. I mean, it's just so bad for you. Yeah.
3: yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, we, drink, we usually drink Coke Zero. We love Coke
6: Zero. Yeah, that's what I get. Because usually, like, I guess when I've gotten older, like, I don't really like super sweet tea. I used to love McDonald's sweet tea when not I was younger, younger. but uh, a lot of sweet and syrupy yeah. stuff I don't really like anymore. Yeah. yeah. Just too, yeah. I well, just stick to Bud Light and Water for the most part.
1: They live on water. Coca-Cola here. Any of like the construction workers, like anything that Oh, that's what they have reason. for
3: breakfast. Tacos and Coke. And it's not
1: oh, yeah. it's not like a liter <laughs> of Coke or two liter. It's like a
3: yeah it's like a three liter yeah
1: it's huge it's really well, weird coke looking. is
3: cheaper than water here usually so they're like oh, might as well have a coke I guess
1: yeah, <laughs>
6: yes. yeah I remember some of the the Mexicans that work with us at uh, the old sprinkler company I work at I'd go to the gas station I'd be like you guys want anything they're like coke coke big coke big coke, coke and that's all they drink all day <laughs> just two liters they just be Can sitting there I'm like and I could see it sitting in the sun no like way. on a log oh, I'm oh, like, yeah. i know shit is hot and nasty as hell I don't know how you're drinking it yeah, yeah.
3: No way. coke is great until it's flat or warm and yeah. then no no, thanks
7: no, I, mean, I, I don't drink a lot of coke like I used to but I, like right now if I'm thirsty I crave milk really like, milk is, like, so recently I've been drinking a lot of raw milk straight from the cow
6: like straight from the tap you just been sucking on a cow
7: tip? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's, the it's from the titty to the gallon and then to me <laughs> it's got like this layer of cream mm-hmm like when you get a full gallon, half a gallon is cream and you have to shake it, this is like the, the real deal. It's like a natural milkshake. And when you drink it, you get thirsty for more milk.
3: It turns out it was a bowl. Uh.
7: And it goes bad quick. You got to drink it, man. You can't let it, you know, you can't let it sit in the fridge for two weeks. Even though it's cold, it still goes back.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's not pasteurized, right? Mm-hmm.
6: yeah i like that little sneak peek of the underground milk market yeah,
7: yeah. I feel like now it a says not say. for human consumption yeah. <laughs> because it's illegal as hell yep. to sell unpasteurized milk yeah so we you know you buy it and you're like, oh yeah i'm just giving it to my camp no you know in reality <laughs> we're like giving it to our children because they need nutrient <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's funny, funny you brought that up because i was reading have you guys ever heard of the cheese caves Cheese, oh, caves. cheese caves? Yeah, so I was oh. reading something, and they were talking about the cheese caves, and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I looked up, and the government has 1.3, or 1.2 billion pounds of cheese in caves underneath Missouri.
1: What? Yeah. Like, backup? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like,
3: in legit, like, caves, are storing, like, all this cheese.
1: In case we run out.
3: Well, so what I had read was, in, like, the like late like 1949 like late 40s early 50s uh the milk market i guess was really unstable so a way to stabilize it was for the government to like step in and buy like buy milk straight from the farmers um and then when it got to a certain price they would like resell it off or something um but milk would you know goes bad obviously at least to keep it frigid refrigerated so it was too expensive to have like warehouses, but they found these caves, I guess, in Missouri, like by Kansas City. And so they store the cheese in the caves. But I guess like the way the way that it, they did, it was like with the USDA or something. But the way that they did it, they'll it never goes low enough or high enough now that they've stabilized the market by doing that for them to sell it off, so they just keep collecting this fucking cheese and, and oh shit God. in caves.
7: Give it to the <laughs> hungry people. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like in a missile silo. That's, that's fine what it is. Yeah, I,
3: I don't know. Yeah, they just said it was in some caves. So uh it's
7: all bad or no?
3: No, I, I don't know. Like, Well, you know, cheese, like wheels, don't they put it in like yeah. um, Casing. wax or something yeah. like that? Yeah. But yeah. then I was reading during the pandemic, when people were like hard up for food, the yeah. government was putting together like cheese packages oh and that's the other thing where you know were they? you know you always hear like the government cheese like yeah, uh, government or, cheese. with the military it's or whatever it's pretty good yeah that, that that's where it comes from apparently is that okay. they just have all this fucking cheese hanging out
1: well there's so many hungry people uh, in uh, the world cheese. why don't they break open
5: that cheese
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous
3: yeah, yeah that's uh august's point we threw some cheese at the wall
6: back here but i don't think that's real cheese that's that craft singles oh yeah, yeah. That's
5: not cheese. Cheese, all right no that's different government <laughs> cheese is better but <laughs> cheese is pretty good. I like it. Yeah, but cheese, that, that cheese fought my Nazis, man. <laughs> yeah,
6: it's kind <it's laughs> of worrisome because that cheese up there has been stuck on the wall for like well, a month and a half now. The, and thing, is really the thing is really thing
5: with the craft singles. Nowhere on the craft singles does it say this is cheese. Mm-mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. A dairy product. Oh, that's
3: what it is.
7: Yeah. I think like is that way too. Isn't and it, it?
3: <laughs> it's like hard to melt too, right? Yeah. It doesn't melt. It's as, as
7: shingle shingle your house in that cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. Is that when you guys were doing the TikTok videos where you're throwing the cheese against the wall?
6: Yeah, 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 yeah. Throwing okay. stuff at the wall so something cool okay, happened. Okay,
3: yeah. There. that's. What I Did anything <laughs> cool ever happen?
6: Uh, No, nah, we tried to catch a football with August punching through the dry ball. That was the last video we took. It didn't turn out so good. I thought
7: broke my hand. <laughs>
6: I hit a stud and smashed his hand. I don't see
7: the anger that monster gives me. <laughs> what? What? You know, people drink a monster. They get angry and they punch through drywall.
5: Well, your name's not Kyle, so I think you're good there.
7: Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was uh, Bud Light. So what what's going on with your YouTube channel? You got you're like verified or whatever now, right?
6: Uh, yeah, we're partnered. We're I, I, yeah, verification. I don't know when that comes about, but uh, yeah, we're partnered on YouTube, and we'll be coming out with uh, the uh, the final video for the Bud Light thing because I found. Um, one of my buddies that works out of town, he found this uh, uh, YouTube short, and it was some girl. It was called Reaction by like Chrissy something, and uh, apparently she like works with the Daily Caller, like that news organization. Oh, right? She did like this whole video about the Bud Light thing, and she's like trying to figure out. She's like, she's like, I, I really can't tell if this guy is seriously worked for him or if he's just trying to get a bunch of free beer. She's like, this this uh, video with her with his boss seems really convincing. The one that I did with Nikki D. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretend to be my boss. That's awesome. It was, Very convincing. I told her, I was like, you should be an actress, Nikki. I mean, I gave her like a 5 minutes notice, and she nailed it. Oh, but yeah.
3: Well, that's <laughs> yeah, what she Nikki, does, right? Uh, I mean, she used to work at um, the hotel, so she's used to just oh, yeah. calling people up and probably yelling at them and stuff. Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> Bitching at people on command. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll finish that video up here this weekend and hopefully get it posted, rile some people back up. Nice. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I feel like uh, I might lose a lot of followers or I might gain a lot of followers Ooh. off of it.
3: Yeah, I think you mean. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they know you're like, you know, it's it's for the vine. You do for the vine. <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah, I'm sure like all the diehard like rednecks that are really upset about it and thought I was really getting back at Bud Light, they might unfollow. But all the people that are opposite, they're probably Oh, that's hilarious. He just pranked all these people to send them a bunch of Bud Light. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I think so too. Oh, that'd be good. So how, how can people find your podcast? I mean your uh your YouTube channel.
6: Oh, the Clueless too. Uh Clueless and Ruthless. You type any one of those names in on TikTok or YouTube, it'll pop up and find us there. Hit that sub button. All
3: right. All right, well, uh, let's go yeah, ahead and I'll, get... I'll, oh, go ahead. Uh, you have some, August?
7: Oh, wait, go I was just saying, I haven't seen a physical uh, Dylan Mulvaney Bud White. And I haven't either. I don't they out at. Like, I, I don't even know where to get one. Like Yeah, I I, I mean, clear beer.
3: Yeah, have you seen it in the stores or anything?
7: No, uh-huh. Yeah, they, I mean, they said they're
6: doing like the cans and they're like limited, but they said they're going to do more Bud Light boxes that had like the LGBTQ on it, like the rainbows and stuff. And I haven't seen those either. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that,
3: that was the thing there. I was thinking. I've, I've yet to seen anyone destroy one with the the like the promotional can, actually. So they're just they're just destroying things they already paid for that doesn't have it on. It, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes zero sense.
1: Yeah.
6: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. They're pretty mad, but uh, they're still drinking uh, a lot of Natty Lights because they don't know this is the same company. That's my <laughs> theory. A lot of rednecks are like, oh, fuck Bud Light, but I'll drink Natty Light and Bush Light. That's what I'm switching yeah. to. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what if Bud Light just goes and, and takes all the cans and they draw like a little mustache on the Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> person? <laughs> <laughs> let see. Guy, yeah, guy, you can wipe it off if you want to, or if you leave it on, it's a dude. It's fine.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd be like a like cores like when it's cold, the mustache would be on there, and if <laughs> not, yeah. oh, you're turning <laughs> queer over here because yeah. you're taking too long to finish your beer. <laughs> or when it
3: gets warm, it gets a boner. jesus christ (laughs) oh man all right well let's go ahead and get out of here um if you are a two percenter hang uh hang around after or a premium two percenter hang around after the interview we got some good bonus content for you um you know follow us on all the socials and if you're not a two percenter a premium two percenter yet um Please subscribe, just for you know, to keep Brandon and I, you know, so we don't have to live on the streets. Uh, you know, we gotta, you yeah, know, rough out here we gotta right feed here. our children, and you know, that's <laughs> think, ha- think a tiger. Life is tough, yeah. Think a tiger. He needs to, he needs to eat treats. <laughs> My hands look like this, though. So his paws can look like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we got the interview with uh, Gavin Rosdale. Jason. You know, if uh, if you listen to his interviews before, he always feels like he he like. He, he just loves this guy he always feels like he fucks up or he says something wrong to him so, uh, so hopefully he has a, a great interview with him so uh, that's coming up next
0: hold up wait a minute let's hear from our
2: sponsors Just about everything needs to be insured in your life, right? So find the best in the business. That'd be Sean Camp at Country Financial. House, boat, motorcycle, car, you name it, needs to be insured. How do you get a hold of Sean? Easy. Call him. He'll pick up. 678-519-9028. Tell him Jason said, hello, 678-519-9028. Yeah, make sure you mention the BS because he takes care of the two percenters. Or you can email sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The Camp Agency at Country Financial. It is your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. You're the only person I'm going to say this to. Feel free to call my wife. 404-797-4600. That's if you're looking to buy or sell a house because she's a realtor, and that's why I'm here, to tell you how great she is and how awesome she's going to be for you. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker Rachel Guy. She's your guy, and she's my wife, and she's awesome. 404-797-4600. You can also get a hold of her. I am rachelguy at gmail.com rodents get cold too they might want to get warm in your attic or crawl space and uh-uh, not on inspect all pest services watch inspect that's the website you need to go to and book an appointment mention the bs receive 10 percent off your exclusion work did you know that uh one big issue with house fires is that squirrels cause them by chewing constantly chewing on the wires plus all the disease the rodents bring in don't let that happen to your house inspect all services.com
0: and back to you jason hey
2: thanks for being here my name is jason bailey and uh if you know anything about my past one of my favorite artists um just because of uh, some of the mistakes that i've made in conversations with this gentleman have come back to haunt me uh but uh, Gavin rosdale bush is uh just an absolutely fantastic artist human being The band has lived through the test of time and uh, getting ready to go back out on the road this summer with Breaking Benjamin, which is a great back-to-back band duo there. Plus, uh, All Things Must Change, the new song uh, coming out on the deluxe edition of the album, The Art of Survival, which is being re-released. And it has two live versions of More Than Machines, Heavy as the Ocean, uh, and then there's a new mix of A Thousand Years with Amy Lee of Evanescence.
4: I mean, that's a new thing. That's, that's wild.
2: G- Gavin, that's a lot going on right there. That's a mouthful just to start off this conversation.
4: Yeah, Amy Lee is so great and took us so far uptown. You know what I mean? We were like, a, we we're down in the Bowery before she joined the song and um, incredible. So, I'm so excited for people to hear that, that song. It's just haunting because. You know, I just wrote it, but I didn't. You know, so I just. But she elevated it somewhere insane. She's incredible. I love her so much.
2: Did you have a relationship with her I'm, before? I'm not
4: crying, but I could.
2: <laughs> Don't cry. Did you have a relationship with Amy Lee before that? You guys always said you wanted to sometime collaborate.
4: Um, I had a relationship with her. I knew her. I'd be. I toured uh, Southeast Asia with her a few years back and we had a, a great time. Uh, she's one of my favorite singers of all time. She's a most incredible voice and never thought we'd ever collaborate. What happened was we played the Ryman Theater, which is a famous old church in Nashville that people, it's like this crazy venue. Everyone freaks out about the venue. I didn't know that much about it. I'm not from Nashville. So I went to this beautiful um, auditorium and um, she lives there so i wrote and asked her to come to the show and i just said you want to come and sing a song with me um can i send you a song i was thinking that'd be great if you sang on you know and uh, she wrote back right away she said you know i'm flying in that day so i don't know if a song was possible but i'm definitely going to come to the show so i was like okay cool and then i sort of regretted i was thinking i shouldn't have maybe confronted her you know and be like but gone through management because you no one likes to say no no one wants to say no directly yeah. so I didn't hear back from her once I sent the song. And so about 10 days later, a couple of days before the show, you know, I was about to write her and be like, hey, listen, I apologize for kind of cornering you in that way. Um, don't worry about the song, but I want to see you come to the show. You know, we're, we're, we're buddies, and um, me and all of them. Man. And, uh, and uh, she sent me the song back with her vocal on it. And oh. it was uh, like, I did cry. <laughs> I did. I couldn't, not, not like a, you know what I mean? It wasn't boo-hoo, you know what I mean? It wasn't like that, but I couldn't help it just with tears in my eyes because it was so beautiful. And I was really proud of that song. It, it meant a lot to me already. But then with Amy on there, it just was, it's another, I don't know, it's just just too good. And, and I can I, brag about it because I'm just bragging about her.
2: You yeah, well,
4: mean? of I'm course, just, anything I'm, she sings. Is- I'm, I'm, like, I'm like the framework and she's the sort of... You know,
2: <laughs> Every... Really- Anything Amy Lee sings is angelic. I mean, just, I mean, you could put a nursery rhyme in front of that woman. And uh, and, and I, I mean, I remember when they first, you know, launched and they were, you know, I just looked at her and I go, oh my God, I can't believe it's so good. Do you ever look at some of, uh, you know, the the Bush classics and say, God, that would have been amazing with an Amy Lee or maybe a Lizzie. <laughs> my whole career.
4: My, imagine how good my career would be if I could sing like Amy.
2: <laughs> i think you did okay dude <laughs> i think you're yeah, right.
4: that'd be stadiums
2: yeah did do you ever think about uh those those classic bush songs and going god what if i had an amy lee or a lizzie hale or some of the current artists female artists from today on them
4: um well i clearly i've just begun thinking like that
2: yeah <laughs> you didn't think like that before huh
4: well yeah i did but it's a funny thing i, I love it um we did a record black and white rainbows and uh I, I had a girl who was, who was um, Greta, who was, who was unknown, but she sang like, it's almost like a, a semi-duets record. Um, I just liked the sound of the female voice in there. So I would love that. Lizzie Hale was also another uh, heroine of mine. She's she's incredible. She's uh, I got to know her through the No Cover TV show we did together
7: mm-hmm. and
4: sat with her every day for a couple of weeks and just had a blast. She is a great, great person. Yeah. I, She's a she's a belter. She's unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Do you like when you run into these more current artists, like newer artists, I should say? Do they come to you and ask for advice? You know, say, "Hey, kid. You know, going through a tough time. What? Just tell me how to get through this right now."
4: I, I, I you know, there's nothing more. Um, so, sort of no bigger compliment than somebody asking you a direction or a way they should go and what they should do and stuff like that. So. It doesn't happen um, too often, but um, one of the benefits of 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 aging is experience. So people look back and say, "Hey, you know, I find myself much more tolerant than I used to be." So often it's about sort of helping people that I know, friends, and and stuff like that, not overreact. I'm good at like the. I mean, I was crap yesterday. I lost my mind yesterday about something in the last week. So I'm, I'm still as volatile as I. It used to be and I try and really contain it really contain it not be that guy don't be the wolf so it's all about stepping back like one major piece of advice that I, I often give to people not just singers but is um, you should never write angry emails or angry texts uh-huh. nothing angry if you have anger and you have issues it should be short and clear but you do it on the phone because the thing is, is that the issue passes but the email remains
2: right
4: uh. so people couldn't, you know suddenly read that again and like a couple of weeks later a month like two months later and you start looking like you lost your, you know what i mean you lost who you were and so <laughs> i i've done a bit you know i have a lot of stressful uh, email um considerations you know i have a an opposing side in my family you know i have to give my kids over to a, another world right. and i don't like um so sometimes in that situation I wanna, you know, I'm like uh, you know, I'm like a hungry wolf. Just like just don't tempt me to, you know, don't 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 poke the wolf. And sometimes I, you know, but whenever I've written off like you know what I really think, I always I'm almost like, you know, oh, it's not the way it's not the best way of doing
2: it. How how often does Gavin rossdale open uh, write an email? And then delete it or start writing a text and delete it on a weekly basis. Oh, the
4: great trick I love, I've done for years, is you write the email, but I immediately take their name off the top. I put my own name. Yeah. I let it rip. <laughs> I let it rip. Tell them what I think of them. Really tell them what I think of them. I'm I got a vicious way with words. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can really let go. And then I just I get it and I'm like okay i feel better you just gotta like you gotta get it out like songs but sometimes i do that i write to myself what i would ideally like to write and then i write a really short version that you can't tell the tone i'm just like oh that's no i don't i don't think that's a good idea or something like that you know not like well i don't want to swear on odyssey but you know what i mean not, not the kind of you know I conor know. mcgregor conor mcgregor with a broken leg shouting from the <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: like, dance. Have you ever thought about taking these emails that you write to yourself that are angry, meant for someone else, and releasing them on an album? And then, you know, the There's promotion.
4: Bitter, bitter. How the, bitter, bitter and angry.
2: But the promotion out of that, the, 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 the Internet would go crazy trying to figure out who you were trying to send that email to or those emails.
4: Gavin Rostell, what I really think. <laughs> and have
2: it in, like the the uh Helveca font or whatever it is. <laughs> you know? I'm telling you, it's uh it's brilliant.
4: Well, so, next project. It's a that's a project to consider. Thank you for
2: that. You're you're welcome, my friend. I, I I'm just here to help. What um the the re-release of the art of survival, why didn't you just do an EP with these songs? Because it's it's four or five songs instead of doing the deluxe edition of the album.
4: Uh that would be a a bmg related question okay I, don't <laughs> I think it's honestly is to continue to drive people to the record and if you did an ep you could just bypass that record now we do ask of you that if someone's going to fall in love with the amy lee track which i if people don't fall in love with that track i i gotta I'm, I'm gonna burn all my guitars um which is not gonna happen because i already love it so there you go uh okay. so you know uh, you know I mean, I think that's what it is. The deluxe is just always like kind of one last hurrah, like don't forget this record's out. You know, it's like that. That's the I think that's the sentiment. But I, I take I hear what you're saying. I didn't get to make those decisions at all.
2: Have you, as a, a fan of music, transitioned like I guess the rest of the world from the tangible uh, album or cassette into just streaming, or do you still like to have the tangible uh, CD or record in, in front of you?
4: Oh, the physical thing you know the 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 drag of it that i that breaks my heart all the time is the artwork it doesn't to me it doesn't really matter if i play off a cd or if i stream it or it's on the radio i'm hearing the song Mm -hmm. but what i really miss and i used to love it you know i get a record i still do it when i get records um i uh it's really weird because on my ipad it doesn't do it but on my phone it will give me the lyrics yeah so i like to uh, immerse myself sometimes i'll put it on and i'll be doing something and see how it affects me but when i love a band or i'm intrigued by a band i'm totally gonna um, i i sit and trace it so i used to do that with every record my first thing i ever do used to be always was open it up and look at the f- the thank yous and i'd be like oh what lucky people know this great band oh they're so lucky do i know anyone that knows someone in a band i like Never <laughs> never happened. never happened but when i was a kid i was like oh wow who are they friends with and who's that person who's that person and then when i did we started to do the thank yous uh when we sold records you know before streaming And then once streaming here no one cared about the thank yous anymore but it used to be a real bane and like they'd forget someone then you'd be like should i put them before them or it's this crazy little world that i'd go into the thank yous mm-hmm. um and i missed that so i uh, in answer to your question, you know, I, 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 I've, Gone easily into that world, but I do. I prefer. I like listening to people's records because I think that I'm just aware that that's the body of work. You know what I mean? And like, that's they are a song is just sort of, hey, here's me on Saturday night. This is what I'm like. You know, well, I kind of like the Tuesday evening as well, the Thursday morning. You know what I mean? I like the the picture of an act of a band of of an artist where they want us to go. I think the first song is like, is like. Oh, that's what you want us to hear first, okay? Let's, let's see, you know, don't don't go losing me in the first song. Yeah, you know? yeah. and I, I because we do it, uh, make records and have those intentions that I I think it's essential. That's why I can't stand it when they got all there's too much talking stuff in between, you know, the talking vibey thing because the replayability is annoying. If you're playing that, I don't want to intro again, you know. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I like to hear people's what they intended, but I know that people just stream songs and, you know, I mean, I remember when I did my solo record uh, years ago, 2005, and uh, a big song from that, Love Remains the Same, and, and I was at my house and some kids were there, young kids, and I, they were like, oh my God, did you do this song? We love it, it was so sweet, and these young people are like, bouncing around me, loving the song, which is a ballad, was surprised, I love it, so what do you think of the rest of the record? And they go, what record <laughs> god damn it you know like, because if you like something you're not intrigued to be you know you know <laughs> well, wow the look great in that outfit i love your outfit but i want to see you the rest of the week i not it's not just a one date i love you i want to see you a little of time <laughs> so i just think it's sort of if you like a band but i mean no i have, I have uh, three young kids so i'm fully versed in the in the teenage ways of uh consumption what they care about and it's brilliant i mean you know because my little nine-year-old he knows like back in black and he knows he knows the beatles and he knows it's like all these things and they find these they find streams allow them to find that stuff it's pretty rad
2: yeah i I've, i've told you this before but uh you know my daughter you know, it's trendy to wear the the rock shirts of the Nirvana's and the Bowie's and the Hendrick's and Zeppelin's and stuff like that. And we, Bush. We, and Bush. Uh, uh, But I say those bands because Bush isn't available at J C. Penny. She has to actually right. wear my Bush concert T-shirt with your face on it, mind you. Uh, so I have a rule. She has to know five things about the band she's wearing on her shirt.
4: My kid was wearing a Wu-Tang Clan hoodie that I got him uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's wearing Wu Tang Clan. And As he put it on, he came in for breakfast. So, name three songs. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Was he able to? Of course, he's not. He doesn't know Wu Tang Clan. He's nine. But my other, my other, my fourteen-year-old, his favorite act. You know, one of his favorite acts, huh. Ice Cube. Yeah, sure. Go figure. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Ice Cube. But right. it's, it wouldn't you'd be? i you know, I'd be hard pressed to sit there with a pad and paper, going uh, a pad and pen or whatever. Um, and and guessing Ice Cube, it would I would I would go to a lot of bands where I get to Ice Cube, and he thinks he's he just plays his records all the time, and I love that. I mean, Ice Cube's amazing, but I don't know if he's my favorite rapper, but he's my kid's favorite rapper.
2: What about Bush? I mean, are they into what Dad does?
4: Um, I think that uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 like a it's it's like what's that called the Bermuda Triangle? There's certain things being a father, you just can't. I have to let that just happen, right? You know what I mean. I definitely don't think that they. I definitely don't. It's funny. I'll put it this way: when I first had kids, um, and people would ask me, "Hey, did you change your songwriting? You know, did you write songs about your kids like that?" I was like, having kids, so many kids, I have four kids. I when I make records, all I want to do is just not suck. I don't want them to be. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you should hear my dad's other records. They're really good. You know what I mean? I wanted to be, be like, proud of me. They don't have to listen to it and study it and know it. And like, my sixteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old, he likes his favorite band is the Pumpkins, yeah. Um, He likes the Foo Fighters. You know. Now, this part of me, this is in there, It's kind of jumping up. Like, what about you know? I want to say, <laughs> have you got to know your dad's music? The one that got you the shirt on your freaking back. Is, <laughs> is that of any interest, or you just want to play Billy? Well, <laughs> I understand because Billy's, uh, you know, 1979 is one of the greatest songs of all time. So uh, he loves it, as do I. And, um, and you know, he's playing my playing Everlong, and that's also a ridiculously fantastic track. So at least he's got good taste. He, there have been some instances where the, the music is really like he'll play some extremely pop punk, and you know, as having grown up on punk music. I'm just just so bad on playing the Clash, but I just I, can't, I like I, this. Is, you, you know the lineage, right? You do get it that the there's these, you know, here's the Sex Pistols. Just like make sure you know all these, as well as right, SoCal punk. But the point about it is, what's also I've got to be careful careful of is that music is not meant for me. Yeah, it's not meant for me. So therefore, why should I overly overly connect to it? I just. I've, it's it's hard for me to connect to it because I, I'm so well-versed in, like, the original punk scene, and then the post-punk sub, Public Image, um, you know, Wire, Gang of Four, those kind of bands, and so I just keep, I just play those, music. I just play that music, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just play it, and then they just can hear it, and, and that's for them to find out, but it's important as a dad to just kind of get out of the way, in a way, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Have, yeah, have they have they started asking for the hookups yet you know you probably know that billy Corgan guy right you probably
4: yeah we've you know got, 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 got a jackson guitar He just got a jackson guitar that a very kindly of gave it to me and i wanted to try it but he wanted to try it so big hookups like that um but that's cool i mean what's nice is like my old son is, is a really good guitar player he's really good he's way better at his age than i was i mean it's like shocking and he's writing and singing and he's incredible
2: yeah it's. i think it's called it's in the blood right
4: well i don't know then i'm slightly taking credit for it i don't know i think he's just really good yeah. they say that we kids have 400 personality traits before we get them into the world from the dna through ancestry and stuff like that and so therefore parents often sort of I feel they consider, especially in the teenage years and as the kids are developing, they are who they are. And it's brilliant that we think we have this input. I had a friend of mine told me the other day about her son, same age, saying, you know, it was so weird. We used to be so close. He talked about so much. I'm like, well, God dang, he's got to like, be independent. He, he's got to break those strings a little bit and leave us. And that, that old adage of like, you're using this house like a hotel. It's like, you're damn right.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> It's called stage one of leaving. <laughs> it's, called stage one, but it's that's the right thing you we, are gonna sit with me the whole time and like do what i'm doing no you need to be i i push that on them to sort of be independent go see their friends go out do stuff
2: um before i let you go i'm being told to wrap this up uh if i don't ask you this uh, my, my wife will kill me uh, especially with you i mean bush and you gavin have always been a, a touring band a touring guy this summer with breaking benjamin will chewy be with you once again on tour
4: yeah he will i've been going through a lot with you he's been really he's been really going through he's been really sick i thought i was gonna lose him but but we're but we're we're fighting through it and he's got he's got some some recovery ahead of him but uh so he will be i hope he's yeah we kind of we hit a rough he hit a rough. he's been perfect for his whole life and we've hit a bad patch where a lot of stuff's gone wrong but um so it's that's been my main focus really
2: and, uh, <laughs> no, I, I I get it. I'm a, I got five dogs myself, and my wife. Uh, goes, You're talking to Gavin. Make sure you ask him about Chewy,
4: because yeah. the,
2: the, I just well, send him,
4: just send him a love because he needs a bit of TLC. But he's doing good. He's 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 been around a few corners. We've turned a few corners, and he's he's uh, doing okay.
2: Well, um, all things must change. The new single, uh, Artist Survival, the deluxe edition, out in June.
4: Amy uh, Lee, Thousand Years. Amy
2: Lee, new mix
4: of a thousand years. Also, It's like a, it's like a reimagining. It's like a, it's like an elevation. It's like, it's like I had it in a, I had it in a, you know, a big old private jet G five, and she put it in a, in sort of SpaceX a successful rocket launch.
2: A successful rocket, like the one that just happened.
4: No, no, not like that one. That one, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I was saying not, not like, that. like that one. Like that. The one that was good. The one yeah. they, you know, the one they land on the moon.
2: The two live versions of more than machines heavy is the ocean when you're, uh, so I just moved to the West coast.
4: so right. I'm a
2: Sacramento guy All
4: right.
2: and I'm going to keep you to the promise that you've made to me that when you're in or around town and you, you got like an extra hour, we're going to go out on the tennis court and we're going to hit.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah. So, okay. cause I'm, I know that you play, you know, just randomly with Nadal and Roger probably, and you, you, you you, you, I'm sure you probably take a couple games off of them all the time. So I just wanted to test Gavin Rosdale on the tennis court myself.
4: We'll we'll make it happen. And That's now cool. we're back in California. It's now like California. It's like hot again. Yeah, it's been like it's been like Siberia for, for such a long time. I was like, <laughs> God damn, we're living in but now we're we're back in Cali, Cali. So it's more and more chance. But now, before you know, a couple of weeks ago, it would be like rained out forever. Right? It's rained out since so you know. Football, yeah, 30 30 days in
2: biblical proportions all right bushofficial.com for all tour information everything bush gavin it's always so awesome to talk to you thank you so much for all this time and <laughs> doing the check-in um best of luck i'll see you on tour with breaking benjamin and best of luck with this and the amy lee 1000 years song all right amy, <laughs> so She's the best. all praise That's amy good. lee all praise amy lee
0: he deserves it all all
2: right take care gavin thank all you
0: so right, much brother. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now.
3: Please share, like,
0: and support. PodcastTheBS.com. Now, get out of here.